everyone, welcome to episode 67 of the Parenting Autism Podcast. You can reach us on the web at www.parentingautismshow.com and you can also reach us by email at parentingautism at att.net. This is episode 67 again and uh, I probably said it again. And that's okay because we have COVID brain. COVID brain, yes. Hi, Sandy. Hey, honey. Uh, so, yeah, this episode is going to be about us getting, having, recovering from COVID as we're right now on the tail end of it. Yeah, the COVID experience that has come to our home. And um, the last time we did a podcast, we recorded two weeks ago, Saturday. Yeah. Apparently, we had it then and we had absolutely we didn't know it. no idea. <clears throat> and for our version of this um sunday morning i went to wake up bryce to get ready for church i gave him a kiss and he felt warm and i thought that's weird i took his temperature and it was like 99.2 i'm like well i can't take him to church because they have a policy at our church um, for child care if it's over 99.1 they don't want you to bring your child in and i I would respect that that, right because you just never know what they're carrying. Mm-hmm. Never thought COVID, just thought Bryce has this occasionally. He'll have it and it'll come and it'll go and it's not a big deal. So I, I sent a note to um, the, his buddy, uh, what do I want to say? At the church, he has the buddy ministry that we yeah. talk about. So I sent a note to Miss Lisa to let her know that Bryce wouldn't be coming. And she even said, Thank you for being extra cautious. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're welcome. And then that day, he seemed prices. to get better. Yeah, in the and, and it was his final soccer game. Right, and he really wanted to get the trophy that gets handed out at the end of soccer season. So his fever went away. He stopped he was coughing. Perfectly fine. Those were his only two symptoms. Was and the, the cough was really nothing that alarmed me. It was just right. like hey, he's got a little deep cough, but nothing. By the afternoon, major. it was all gone. Nope. We're like, hmm, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, we were like, great. So we went to soccer. We did, and he got his trophy, and, and he that got was his good. Trophy, yeah. And everything was fine on Sunday. I'm at work Monday, and you sent me a text and said, I have a low fever now, and my throat's starting to hurt. I'm yeah. like, oh, no. Right? Again, uh, I was yeah. not thinking COVID. And I even said to one of my coworkers, you know, Bryce had that fever yesterday morning. Now Chris is saying he's running one. And I've, like, crossed yeah. my fingers with an X, like, ooh, whatever they have, listen, I don't want it. I was supposed to take Bryce to therapy that day, and I was also supposed to work that day. And... Didn't Bryce have therapy on that Monday? Yeah, but you took him. Yeah, and so I took him because he was all better. <laughs> because, again, we didn't think <clears throat> right. anything of it. So, But after I took him, did I go to work? Yeah. Uh, that's COVID brain. When did I stop going to work? On Tuesday? Yes, because I stopped going to work on Tuesday. Because when I came home Monday evening, I had a horrific headache that came no, I didn't go to work on Monday. You I didn't? called Walt and I said, "Hey, I'm not feeling good." And I knew in my heart that he's the only one that works there doing the oh. work on the cars, and I thought I can't get him sick 
because of whatever I have. And if he gets sick, he won't. He'll get all I backed up, right? Yeah, so, that, I guess that's true. You did not work that week, but at I did. All. T- I did take him to therapy, though, right? That that I know for sure. Yeah, that Monday. Yes. And then um, by Tuesday, we're like, uh, th- we have a lot of symptoms of COVID. So. Yeah, I didn't go into the office <clears throat> because I thought I probably shouldn't. I didn't know what was going on, and I can work remotely. So I said, well, I'll just work from home today and play it safe. But then throughout the day, then I started coughing. Then I started getting the throat was very tender, scratchy. Mm-hmm. Um, the deep, the cough was getting like, it was just a very persistent cough. And then um, I started the, no, I don't think I even had the fever yet. That didn't come till Thursday. So I did not have a fever at all. I just had the headache and I had the coughing. Those were my two main things. And then the body aches started coming. Yeah. And the body aches are no joke. <laughs> and I've heard people yeah. talk about that. And I want to say that the body aches for me were more in my joints. So like my hip joints where my legs attached to the hip bone was like really painful for me. Yeah. Um, like when you got up, you felt like you were 80. <clears throat> well, even when I was in bed, I felt like I was 80. Yeah. Uh, and that and the fatigue. Uh, set in and that then was we, starting to come in we got the then you said to me tuesday evening you're like do you really think we might have it and that's I'm like, right i don't i said i think we really might so i went into so, the symptom checker and we checked a lot of the boxes i said i think we should both get tested because there are some false positives so i thought well if we both get tested then if they both come back positive, it's most well, likely no. that we both and have it. We did not bother to get Bryce tested because we got it from him. Why put it through? Why put him through that? Right. If he had it, then he had it, and if he didn't, they didn't. It's so, pretty much yeah. a safe bet that he did because so, we saw his symptoms. We got tested on your birthday. On my birthday. <laughs> Happy and, birthday yeah. to you! And they told us to. Was it after we got the results back that they told us to go back ten days? Yeah, because the health department called us right. after we got results. They said, yeah, you're positive. You need to go back 10 days from when you first felt symptoms. And now at this point, what was it, Friday or Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. So we're four, we're four days Thursday. into being sick already, and we got to go back 10 days from when we first felt symptoms. So I notified my men's Bible group, you know, everybody that we were in touch with, my ladies bible group all of rice's therapists excuse us if we have to clear our throats yeah we're still if we're coughing we're on the tail end end. um but yeah we had to notify everybody and then we were quarantined for 10 days and they told us that at the end of 10 days we're no longer uh it's no longer transmittable as long as we're feeling slightly better so I'm like, okay. And, you know, it really depends on who you talk to, what answer you get. You know, oh, well, you have to be over all your symptoms before you you can't transmit it. Or, you know, it's all a mix-up. So, anyway, <laughs> here we are a couple of weeks later, and um, we're getting over it. Yeah. So. Well, I thought, I mean, honestly, we're only doing this podcast because we haven't been on here. Mm-hmm. And we really wanted to share our experience experience. so i think there should be more details and oh yeah like you know let's go over i mean i just wanted to tell everybody that those were our main symptoms you know the running nose the cough well we didn't even talk about that oh the fatigue so (laughs) 
you kind of like blew through there from Wednesday to like a whole other week and a half that we've been enduring. I'm rewinding just for you back to Thursday. Appreciate that. Okay. So Thursday came and voila, that was when it kicked in. It was a voila. Actually, yeah. And I described Thursday as the worst day of a head cold that you could have Mm -hmm. for me. And I think you got it the same time. We were kind of right at the same same pace and uh, really, really bad head filled the pressure and the headache. And I felt bad for you because you already struggle with sinus issues Mm -hmm. so we knew for you i didn't know this i did not know this was one of the symptoms i'd heard people describe it as hay fever and like you have a cold well this is like more than a cold it was it was a not pleasant at all for us and everybody's different and everybody's different so i'm just describing our experience and then we worried about me because I have a headaches. history of bronchitis, yeah. and so we were very concerned that it could go into my Chest. affect my breathing. Yeah. I mean, that was a real legit concern. So we were monitoring my oxygen and making sure that everything was okay there, and I had no issues with breathing. I'm very grateful for that. That was a specific prayer, and we did not get high fevers. The mm-hmm. highest was like 100.9 for me. Right. The problem with me was my fever came on that Thursday – and it stayed for nine days. Yeah. So I couldn't kick the fever. And because I had the fever and it would run anywhere from 99 to a high 100, it just tapped me dry mm-hmm. um, of any kind of energy at all. And then it settled. You were saying it, you felt it in your joints. I felt it in my bone, like in my tailbone. It felt oh, like there was right. a knife yeah. in there. And I had to get up in the middle of the night and get a heating pad and pop some ibuprofen <clears throat> to even try to get back to sleep and then stay on that. And mm-hmm. it, it came for two different nights in a row. It settled right into that bone. And that was the weirdest thing. Yeah. But it really, really hurt. That was the most pain that I had. That was probably the most misery. Ibuprofen helped my joint pain. Um, but I knew that once the stuff went into my head like a sinus infection yeah. i knew that was a two to three week curse on me so yeah so you're still i'm still dealing still with stuffy that. with that but the abdominal pain also came out did you get the abdominal a little pain bit too? not as bad as you yeah. but yes there was so, one day that i really felt that too just below the stomach under the belly button yeah. type stuff you know that tender sharp, to the touch Ooh. sharp pain there yes. it was really weird it was really weird it was like <clears throat> oh and then the taste and smell we did not lose smell completely i would say it became faint at one point but not for very long and then the taste it faded for me but then it came back and everything tasted like metal for like two days it Mm. was awful and then after that i was fine so i know other people have lost it and experienced that more but we did we only had that slightly i lost my taste for about a day and i think that's because of the sinus infection a lot Mm -hmm. of times when you have that you lose taste and smell anyway so i didn't lose my smell just the taste for temporarily so i think that kind of describes more all of the symptoms that we experienced. And Bryce, he had that initial fever on the Sunday, and then he had it come back another day briefly. Mm -hmm. He sneezed. Um, One day he was just like really stuffy with his nose and sneezing, and then again it was gone for him. Mm -hmm. He never had fatigue. (laughs) 
Oh, no. no. He had plenty of energy. <clears throat> and that's on. where we can kind of roll into how COVID really affected our home for the past mm-hmm. couple of days or a couple of weeks, weeks because it wasn't just us feeling sick. It was also Bryce wondering what was going on. Yeah. Um, on one hand, he was thrilled that we were all here together 24-7 mm-hmm. yeah. because he loves nothing more than that. Right. But he was also very worried, um, especially about me. But for both of us, he was worried about us being sick. I mean, I tried mm-hmm. to downplay it as much as I could, but there was – you could only downplay it so much when you're, you're hacking in bed. and you're laying on, you're moving from the bed to the couch and, yeah, you know, and you were able to rest. We took shifts. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I would wake up in the morning and I actually worked through this whole thing. Cause you did. Bless I your did. heart. Oh my <laughs> and I worked full days, you know, and Thursday, that was the really horrible day where it really kicked in. I would come in and out of the office. I'd get done what I needed to for an hour or two, and then I'd try to lay down for another half hour and then come back in. But, yeah, it was, it was a lot. I was very happy to have the weekend, to have a couple of days to, to just rest. I tried to tell you to take breaks, and you were just determined. It was hard. Um, it, I told you there was so much going on. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not, it's not a complaint. It's just a fact that I'm still the only person running the finance department. So if it doesn't get – if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. I don't yeah. have a backup. Yeah. I don't have anybody to help. So I would rather try to keep up with that than deal with that later. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be happy tomorrow when I go back. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going back into two weeks worth of child up true. work. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but having said that, it was very nice being at home because I did have that flexibility. And I would wake up with a good window. So while I had my good window... I could go and get some stuff done. And Bryce mm-hmm. was so good about just sitting near me and making, you know, he knew he mm-hmm. knew what to do and what not to do. And it was yeah. really great. I'd get him fed and you could stay in bed as long as you needed to stay in bed. And, and, I, and you did, which was great mm-hmm. because then you could get up. And then you did some school with him. Oh, we did school. You didn't do every day, but you did most days. Yeah, I would say. And he didn't have any therapies, so it gave you a lot of flexibility. Mm -hmm. Because normally a lot of your daytime schedule is taking him to therapies and Mm -hmm. deadlines and working within that, where you had that flexibility that just at some point today, we're going to do some school. And we felt like we really needed to do that for Bryce like because he needed some sort of structure structure yeah. and routine well, yeah. and I of some sort to keep up you know yeah. I didn't want to just stop for 2 weeks and well yeah otherwise he would just be on his tablet or screen or watching TV yeah. and we wanted to break that up as much as we could mm-hmm. <clears throat> with our condition yeah so we'd start school then I'd probably get worn out I'd have to lay down and then we came back. Then you'd come back for another subject, school, yeah. And then we'd figure out what we're doing for dinner, and then, <laughs> and then watch a show. And well, and for dinner, we done. were really blessed that we had some people that brought provided food. food for us. Yeah, brought us. Meals. And so we didn't have so to thankful. think very much about. It was just a matter of mm-hmm. choosing what was there. So it made it so much easier. Um, to not have to cook, and yeah. nobody had to cook. And, of course, we, we couldn't go out. So right. that was – and you didn't feel like going out, and oh, then you no. certainly didn't want to take your junk out into the world. Right. And um, 
couple of days, I went in the backyard and I just sat in the sun. Yeah, I thought I that was great that you did that. Like I needed to do that, mm-hmm. get some vitamin D. But. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking of vitamins and stuff, we were taking vitamins, still are, but the doctor said, you know, there's nothing really we can prescribe you unless you go to the hospital. And then, you know, if your breathing's really bad, you go to the hospital and then they can get you on whatever antibiotics for that. Yeah, so one night, my fever, I, I wasn't, I don't know what it was, but I really wasn't feeling good. Oh, I know, I, I've, it must have been my heartburn, because I have really bad heartburn, but I hadn't been experiencing that. And so I started feeling this pressure on my chest. And your heart rate was up. And my heart rate was up. And and I and the pressure, it was there for a couple hours. And that's one of the warnings. On they say, chest, if you yeah. feel pressure on your chest, you need to go to the hospital. So I really didn't want to go to the ER. So I was like, oh, man. I think I you're being a little paranoid. I was. And I said, maybe paranoia is a symptom. But yeah. I said to you, I, I don't want to panic or anything, but I've been feeling some pressure for probably a couple hours now, mm-hmm. and it's not letting up. So I went and I took another um, purple pill from my Nexium that I take. And I thought, and all I had had was some soup mm-hmm. that someone had made for us. So I thought, I don't, I don't. I didn't need anything that should be giving me heartburn. But what is this? So I mentioned earlier that we have the thing that goes on your finger that reads your oxygen Mm -hmm. level. So I went and took my temperature, and my temperature was like, had gone up. It was like 100.5. And so I'm like, my temperature's up. Let me take my oxygen. I take my oxygen, and I do not know why this happened, but it fluked, and it was 84. Mm -hmm. Okay? And it's normally 98, 99. So when it hits 84, it starts going beep, beep, You came out of the bedroom with a beeping, and I'm like, what is going on? And you're like, your your jaw's on the floor. (laughs) You're like, I think I might need to go to the hospital. I'm like, what's going on? And beep, beep, beep. I'm like, my me. My I'm blood like, oxygen's 84. 84. My temperature said, went up to 100.4. Right. I said, let me try that thing. And I was like 98. 98 yeah. So I gave it back to you. I said, okay, try it again. And yours was back at 98. Yeah. I said, I've heard you worse than this in your true. chest. And you it's know. true. That's I've heard true. you worse. So just think about it, you know, before you commit to whatever they're going to do to you. I already got dressed. I even put on my bra <clears throat> and I had on my tennis shoes. I was like, okay, <laughs> if I have to go to the ER, I will. Right. And I sat there for probably another hour. And mm. then I thought, you know, and of course, in your mind, you're you're kind of praying, you know, yeah. but it's kind of like, what should I do? I don't want to overreact. I mean, the right. last thing I really want to do. But you got COVID and people go, died from COVID, you know. Well, and so. I just had someone that was a co-worker yes. of mine that I was going to be going to his funeral service, 38 years old, mm-hmm. went to the ER on Thursday and died on Sunday. Yeah. So it was very fresh in my mind. And it was right here in the town where we live. Right. So... You know, I had to cancel plans to go to his funeral because I had COVID. Yeah. So I think the paranoia was a little higher, maybe, than it normally would be. Yeah. But, but you started feeling better. After an hour, well, I took that pill. Right. And honestly, I had two really good belches. <laughs> and I, oh, and yeah. it got that out. And I'm yeah. like, man, it really must have been yeah. heartburn that was just built in there. Some people are probably asking, well, where where'd you get it from? Well, we have no idea we because we've know. been in contact with so many people and been so many places. It could have been anywhere. But and we I, didn't. And I'll say for myself that 
I have a little been a little more lax with the sanitizing, you know. True. I'm still washing my hands, but after the grocery store, I wasn't putting the sanitizer on anymore. You know, I just slipped my mind to get the wipe out of the grocery store and wipe the cart down. You know, people are walking around without their masks. The rate of infection is going down. So I guess subconsciously I felt a little safer. But when we developed symptoms, I went to our uh, our county website <coughs> and uh, come to find out our zip code in our county <laughs> is the highest rate we did not of know infection, that until after. right? And, and it was like more than double the other counties. And I'm like, oh, well, a lot of people around here are getting sick. It must be being transmitted somehow. Uh, but so in the end, we don't know. We don't. We didn't do anything that would be an obvious point to it like we didn't go to a party a graduation party even at church it had been more than a week since we had been at church because we didn't go that sunday so i really don't think it was from there nobody we know was sick nobody we knows but our caregiver our dear friend missy who takes care of bryce for us she had come over on saturday to watch watch bryce so we could go out and actually she was here while we did the podcast last time she Mm -hmm. stayed for that so i when all this was going on, I didn't reach out to her immediately because we didn't know we had it. Right. But once I knew that we went and got tested, I told her, I sent her a note that Wednesday, and I said, hey, just to let you know, we haven't been feeling well, so we went and we got tested for COVID today, um, so you don't need to plan on coming over this weekend. Because we're sick anyway. Yeah, because so, yeah. we're sick anyway. <clears throat> so she wrote me back and said, oh, I was going to send you a note and tell you that I started feeling sick on Tuesday. Well, we started feeling sick on Monday. Yeah. So she goes, I was going to tell you that I started feeling sick. I sent her on Wednesday. She goes, I started feeling sick yesterday. Um, I was going to let you know that I wasn't going to come. I think I have strep throat. I can mm-hmm. see white spots on my tonsils, whatever. She says she saw it. So she self-diagnosed herself. She did a telehealth call. And asked them to prescribe her an antibiotic mm-hmm. for strep. And that's mm-hmm. what she was starting. Mm-hmm. And now she's so thankful. And she goes, I'm – first we thought she was going to be mad at us. But honestly, we had no idea, of course. Well, you wrote her back the next day or whatever when we got our results. Well, I did. And then she's like, OMG, like five <laughs> exclamation points, you know. <laughs> and it's extra sad and bad because her husband was just diagnosed with cancer. Yes. So he's going he's through vulnerable. treatments. Yeah. And so once he heard that we had COVID, she went right away and that same day, that night, and she did a rapid test and it came back that she had it. And then they did a mail away test and of course it came back that she had it. So she has a camper out in their driveway and that she got quarantined to the camper. We told her she could come here, but she wanted to be near him. Yeah. So we're like, we she hope Mike got isn't it. Mad at I know, like we had no idea. Yeah, that's the thing; at you all. don't have an idea None. that you're carrying it, and so you get the symptoms. And, and once then even we when you get that, the symptoms, then we started staying away. But, right, yeah. but even when you get the symptoms at first, low grade fever and a cough. Oh, I'm getting a cold. That's yeah. the first thing you think of, you know, until the next day, and then you're like, oh. Maybe this doesn't feel like a cold. It did feel different. I did say on Tuesday. Then we're like, okay, let's cancel the rest of the week. Everything we got going on. We did. Yeah. And we're glad that we did. So we're glad that actually Missy thanked us for letting her know, which of course we would, that we Mm -hmm. had tested, because she would have continued to treat herself 
for, for strep, strep that she didn't have. Right. And when she, she actually went to a doctor, she went to the walk-in clinic to get her rapid test where we drove through a CVS drive through Yeah. She went in and saw a doctor who listened to her chest, and there was some rattling in her chest, and they actually gave her an antibiotic because she mm-hmm. had something more going on yeah, with her. Yeah. So, see, God it worked it really out serious, that yeah. really that she found out through us and that she went and got that tested. Yeah. So, that's yeah. been kind of crazy. She's all better now. We're yeah. happy to report, and she was able to take her road trip yeah. that she was scheduled to take. We're on the tail end of it. I put myself in quarantine a couple of extra days. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to go to a graduation party. I did not feel comfortable no. taking when I'm still running the low-grade fever. Right. Even if the health department says it's 10 days, you have to listen to your own body and make sure. your own wise judgments. But <clears throat> And I stayed home yesterday um, from church again. And then today, I really woke up feeling like, okay, I'm on the flip side of this. My parents have both been vaccinated. Um, so I really was, and we saw mom that Saturday before, oh, yeah. too. So thankfully, her vaccine did work yeah. because she would have certainly gotten it. I mean, yeah. we hugged her and that exposed her, mm-hmm. but we were able to visit them today, which yeah. was nice. So uh, last Sunday, <clears throat> sorry, I got a little phlegm. Um, we always do a puppet show with Bryce on Sundays, which we've talked about. And so <laughs> I wanted to keep things as much routine for him as possible, but I did not feel well last Sunday at all. So I told him I got the puppets out, and then I just said, "Hi, we know that there's COVID in this house, so we can only be here for five minutes. That's all we can do today because we don't want to get sick." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I don't want you to get sick." Like he was so compassionate to the puppets. So we just sang our song and we gave hugs and we put them away. So it was really cute. And then yesterday, I thought of it last night because, again, I wasn't feeling my best yesterday. And uh, so I asked him last night, do you want to do puppets tonight or do you want to take them and do them with Mammal tomorrow? Because Bryce is pretty particular that if it's on a certain day of the week, then you have to do it on that day of the Mm. week. But he wanted to do them today with Mammal. Excuse me. So we did, and that worked out really well. But that also reminds me about your birthday. So your birthday was that Wednesday that we went and got tested, and we did not feel like – well, we knew at that point we really can't go shopping and all of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we didn't have ingredients to make your birthday cake like right. we had planned. And I actually, I had scheduled to take Wednesday off for us to go have a fun family oh, day that's right. together. We, we were planning on So that, that got changed. And – um we didn't have a special meal for you. None of that because we were going to be out and about. Yeah, yeah. So Bryce was really, he was really upset. He was a little sad. That you were not going to have a yeah, cake yeah. and that you weren't going to have people here yeah. and that we weren't going to have a party to sing happy birthday to you. And so I tried to explain to him, it's okay when we feel better. We can do that. But he wasn't we just can't. I go, it doesn't have to be on the 19th. It can be a different day. Because he was stuck. He's a like, different we have day. to do it today. We have to do he, it today. He has, it's we his have birthday. To, well, then we have to wait another year. Yeah. We can't do it till next for he, another year. He did sing me happy birthday, though. He did. Yeah, I so know. That was nice. So he was, I mean, like that bothered him for a few days. Yeah. And then I said to him, if, I don't know, maybe like the next week, so I mean last week, I said, you know, we can still celebrate Daddy's birthday. We'll just do it on a different day of the calendar, and that's okay. He's like, no, 
no, it's not okay. We have to do it next mm-hmm. year. So I said, all right, so you want to do a party for daddy next year? And he said, yes, he wants to do a party for you next okay. year. So Sounds I good. said, how many people do you want? He goes, um, maybe like 500. And I oh said, my. okay, well, <laughs> oh daddy does not like crowds, so I'm thinking more like five. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Tops. <laughs> that's funny. I forgot to tell you that, but yeah, he wants to plan uh, a big funny. bash for you for next year. That's funny. But we got my birthday coming up, so we'll try to make up for it. We'll celebrate two that. birthdays on Exactly. Yours. Your birthday yeah. month yeah. kind of went into the crapper. Yeah. Poor Today's Bryce, the last day. He didn't get to go to uh, equine therapy the whole month of May, and now they're done for the summer. So, But yeah. they, they told us that they'll meet up with us at some point. So he really, yeah, he missed ending. the first two weeks because the ranch had to close for unexpected mm-hmm. reasons. And then we got COVID. Yeah, and, and he had to miss two weeks because of that. So anyway, let's switch uh, topics off of that, and let's talk about our contest winner. Who's our contest winner for the the magnetic calendar? I didn't write it down. You didn't write it down. <laughs> You're <I'm> fired. fired. <laughs> You're fired. Janelle Shea? I want to say it's Janelle, yes. Janelle Shea. <clears throat> she wrote in and said she wanted to... Um, enter the contest which i'm telling you people out there there was only a few people that came forward and wanted to be in this contest so you would have had a really good chance of winning <laughs> if you'd entered so be on the lookout for our next giveaway yeah we'll uh, do another one in but June. janelle um we're going to reach out to you for your address yeah. so that we can get this out to you it's very exciting you're going to love the yeah. magnetic calendar we've got to hear Brady to ship to yep. you and we'll also, sanitize it don't worry yeah, i'll wipe right. it down <laughs> maybe we should wait a few more days <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we will janelle and we'll, we'll sanitize it really well yeah. i promise before we'll, we send it we'll get your address and then um we'll ship it out to you yeah. so uh i also want to give a shout out to the people of south korea and Malaysia and Saudi Arabia were on the podcast charts over there. So nice. I want to say thank you to those people for listening and, and everybody else that's around the world. Uh, but uh, those places just happen to show up on our, our thing, our radar, I guess you could say. That's very cool. Um, yeah. And I also want to say on our website, www.parentingautism.com, show.com I have uploaded a new page called products and on there are some of our favorite things that range from homeschool things to fun games to some of the supplements that we give Bryce Uh, and they all have links to Amazon and so if you go to our product page on our website You'll see all the things that we know and love, and we'll continue adding to that in the future. Uh, and I'll I'll eventually add that magnetic calendar on there. If it's not on there already, I don't know if it is or not, but um, we'll be adding that. Uh, but check it out; it's pretty cool. Yeah, you did nice job setting that up. So I think it was the last podcast or two. I was saying that I was looking forward to. Our schedule slowing down because Bryce. Oh, and Bryce missed the end of Cub Scouts. That was another thing, oh, so he yeah, didn't get to go for sad. the. That reminds me. I need to get in touch with our, yeah. our leader to pick up his uh, badge. Yeah, because they had the last camp out where he like would get promoted from advanced, lion to tiger. Yeah. Thankfully, 
wasn't really aware of that, mm-hmm. so he doesn't know that he missed out on that. But he would have loved that. But he would there. have loved that, yeah. for sure, because he loves anything where there's prizes and rewards mm-hmm. and trophies and stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, I was going with somewhere with that. Oh, because I was saying that I wanted time to slow down a little bit. I felt like we were back on the... On the rabbit race where every night something was going on and and then God said, okay, I'll slow you down. (laughs) And he did. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. I mean, I have to be honest that probably for the the first nine to ten days of this whole thing, my head was so clouded that it was hard to even really think about. By the time I got finished with work – I was I was toast and yeah. wiped out, and I really was not in the mood to read anything because normally I'm one who will be reading my books or journaling or you know it was hard. I, I was still reading my Bible a little bit, but it was hard to think. To be honest. Mm-hmm. <coughs> <coughs> That's a COVID cough. Okay, we're back. Sandy had a covid coughing spell and uh so we can try to pick up where we left off you're talking about uh having a a break from everything yeah and i was saying that it was hard to think you know really and and take full advantage of the downtime that i would like to have taken advantage of but the past few days which just rolled into the holiday weekend was so it was nice i had like three extra days to really rest and then begin to feel better and get into my journals and my reading and we also took time to even start this marriage conference video online mm-hmm. and you know you and I have talked about just spending that time together for us you know and a few years ago we went through um a marriage course, mm-hmm. which was really good refresher. It's called Reengage. Yeah, and we even talked about that on the podcast because mm-hmm. it was after we started the podcast, and that's when we realized that we really have a great marriage. And then when you hear a lot of people other stories, you're like, "Wow, okay, so we really have a great marriage." I mean, we haven't. We went through our trials and troubles with our previous relationships, yeah. mm-hmm. so thankfully, we didn't bring that baggage. To mm-hmm. our relationship, um, I think God gave us both a lot of healing mm-hmm. and and solidified our relationship with Him, which is what has helped make our relationship so solid. Because mm-hmm. when you hear other couples talk, it's because they have their own insecurities or they don't have. The, they're looking for what they're finding in the should be finding in God. They're trying to find in their spouse, yeah. and you're never going to find it in your spouse. So I think once we learned that lesson, then that was good. And for us to be able to continue to work on our marriage and just – when I say work on it, it does take work. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes you can think, oh, our marriage is good and it's okay. But there's still a lot of storms that come through our house in the form of – with the autism in itself and working on that together. There's mountains and valleys. There's mountains yeah. and there's valleys. And I think we're going to do another podcast maybe even on you know marriage. I know that we did one previously, but uh, we've learned even so much since then that uh, we could 
Well, that's what that I was going to say. Yeah. The blessing of this, I feel like, is that it's given us a time to actually sit and talk with each other without microphones in front of us. Mm-hmm. Because so often, this is when we get to talk. Right. And the other night, we were able to sit and have a really heartfelt conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, you know, talking about Bryce and then talking about us and talking about life and what are our goals. Yeah. And I was saying, I just feel like. You know, it's important that we have shared goals, that we don't just wake up and exist every day, but we know that what we're doing, we're working toward the same thing. And we were talking about those goals, and we were talking about how we want to be generous and kind and serving other people and other families, and how can we do that? And, you know, during this COVID experience, we did have some people who loved on us. Mm-hmm. And there were some people that offered, and offering is great, but I think I always fell into the category of offering more right. than actually doing, unless the person said yes, and then, of course, I would. Mm-hmm. But I had a couple people that they didn't, didn't take, take no. the no as an answer. Yeah. It just, okay, what do you want? You want from this place or that place? And I thought, wow, okay, I kind of like that approach because you you get it done, and we, we're, we're so grateful for it. And another yeah. friend didn't even tell me. She just said, there's going to be groceries coming to your house. I ordered you, and, you know, you some know, stuff you need to have. I'm like, well, thank you. On one hand, we felt like we were set. We didn't really didn't need anything. We had food. Right. We, you know, we were okay for the 10 days or whatever. But we didn't realize how much of a blessing it would be for us to receive and for them to give. You don't want to block their giving blessing. Right. Um, but it was a blessing for us. I was telling you that the, the the chicken meal was just great. It felt like a home-cooked meal that somebody brought us. And um, it was just the perfect thing at the perfect time. You know, I was exhausted. I didn't feel like making dinner. And they, they brought us a meal, and that was totally awesome and then somebody else uh brought us all of the groceries and and soups and flowers even and uh that was a blessing too because we were able to make meals from that and and it just really helped out and we felt the love we felt the love and and i told you if we didn't learn lessons from this whole experience then shame on us because there's always something to learn Mm -hmm. and i felt like um i I kind of we both did when we started talking about it we want to be the pushy blessing people (laughs) we want to be the ones that don't take no for an answer and don't just say what can let me know if i can do something right because mm-hmm. we mean well, and yeah. we know that is other there anything people, I can do for you? Other people like us that say that that we know that they would be there in a heartbeat if we said, you know what? Yeah. Yes, we do need. And something. I actually told one and a lot of people person, reached out yes, to us you can like bring that. me soup, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. I needed it. Yep. and she did, and that was great. Yes, she made homemade soup for us, and um, you know, that so, was delicious. So it was, it was just a really good building block for us yes um and what excites me more is that i've really been feeling like we need to have this time that we could talk which we finally got Mm -hmm. and i feel like i want us to have like even a written vision board of things that we're working 
toward together. And yes, we have this podcast, and I feel like there's so much more that we can do for the autism community and with the autism community. And God's really speaking to both of us about that. Mm -hmm. And then just hearing our loving on our neighbors here, you know, around us and near us. And and now we've learned ways to love on them near and far because yeah. we could have food delivered to somebody's house in another state if we wanted to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't let distance limit your ability to be a blessing to somebody and to be there for people when they aren't expecting it, but mm. will really need it and appreciate it. So I just feel like a, I am happy to say that I feel like I came out of this with a, a just a, a better perspective on life and more of a focus on, man, every day should just really count mm-hmm. for something. It's so easy to just wake up and do your job and then well, you're burnout I think, and you watch a show and you go to sleep. I think also that we're in the second half of life, I guess we could say. And Yeah, I don't think I'll live to be 104. Right. So <laughs> I think yes. right now, you know, our priorities are shifting. You know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, maybe before in our 20s, you know, I didn't know the Lord in my 20s and um you know, it was more about me, more about making more money, getting more stuff. And, you know, as you get older, you learn that stuff really doesn't matter. Stuff doesn't make you happy. We find our happiness in the Lord, and we find our happiness in giving back. That's really you know, you're, you're like, yeah. they always say you can't take your stuff with you. True. And <clears throat> it's true. It's it's better when I turned 40, my brother shared a book with me called Halftime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that point, a lot of people live past 80 now, but it was kind of like when you're at 40, you're almost approaching that halftime point of your life was the concept of it. And so what are you going to do with your life going forward? And I definitely feel that now that I'm in my 50s. Um, and I do feel like each decade kind of takes you in a different place in life and a different perspective. And we have Bryce now. I mean... I never thought that I'd have a seven-year-old when I was about to celebrate my 52nd birthday. I mean, Mm -hmm. I didn't. Um, But yet he gives me a a whole other perspective of life and living that I absolutely love. And And like I know I finished all the travels of the 50 states and that was fine, but I feel like there's so many things I want to do with Bryce. Mm -hmm. But then I also feel like I want to do so many more things for God, and how can I do that? And not just for God, but I want to do things for other people. I want to be a blessing to people. I want to be an encourager and lift them up. But yet I also feel like I need to be encouraged, and I need to be lifted up. And I'm really praying God gives me my people to help me, because if you're constantly pouring out, but Mm -hmm. you're not being poured into, you're going to run dry. Mm -hmm. And so I can see God working in relationships now that he's actually showing me that relationship needs to go in a different circle, Mm -hmm. an outer circle. And that's okay, because that's life and seasons. Mm -hmm. But this relationship you need to bring into your inner circle. Mm -hmm. This is where I'm going to use this person in your life now. And he's really shown me that even during this last two weeks. So I'm very excited about that. So, you know, even though COVID has been here, and we're trying to get it out 100%, 
God has been here, and mm-hmm. He's been able to mm-hmm. just kind of work in our hearts, and while our minds are still, you know. He says, "Be still." He says, "Be still," because mm-hmm. otherwise, if you're constantly going and moving, He does. You just don't get to hear it. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of where I'm wrapping up there. Awesome. Do you want to get our little Bubby to come in and say something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Let me go get, get him. him. Okay. Okay, Bryce is here, and he's going to read his book. What's the title, Bryce? The Yonder Coming. And who's the author? I'm going to give credit. Christopher Alipoulos. Okay. We're going to have so much fun. We, my best friend Noodles was out of my house for a sleepover, but we aren't going to sleep. We are planning to stay up all night long. We made a list of all the fun things we would do. We played on the seek and soccer and and board games, and we jumped on the trampoline. When it got dark, we caught the fireflies. Then it happened. What happened? Oh, no. What? The yawns are coming. Uh Uh-oh. The yawns? The yawns, run! There were hundreds of them. We ran and we climbed and we sneaked and we hid. But it was no use. The yawns caught us. I couldn't resist them. Resist them? I couldn't resist them. I would yawn, then noodles would yawn. I would yawn again, then noodles would yawn again. Hmm. But I wasn't having it. But... No, we were supposed to stay up all night. Noodles only respond with a... Uh-oh, with a... A yawn! Oh, a big no. yawn. Then And then out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Slap a dose landed on Noodles' head. A dose landed on Noodles' head. I tried to keep Noodles awake, but... but had all the items on our list of fun things to do, but it was too late. Too late. The snores have arrived. <laughs> oh, and no. We're dancing around Doodle's head. My my eyes were getting heavy. They were just about to close when a sleepy covered me up. It was warm and safe before I knew it. It was morning. Mm. Noodles, who was awake and smiling, had made a new list. We're going to have so much fun. The end. Very good. <laughs> good job, Bryce. Is that nice a good book? Reading. Are you all done? Okay, Bryce is going to read Roy Diggs. Okay, I dirt. understand. All right. Roy Diggs Dirt. He digs if dirt before breakfast. After lunch and before and after dinner, Roy makes door um, door happy. What? Roy happy. Dirt Roy, makes Roy uh, happy. Um, 
Roy is almost always happy because he is almost always dirty. Roy sits in dirt. He lays in dirt, and sometimes he rolls around in dirt. Roy digs dirt. Hmm. Ouch! Well, you leaned back, and you hit your head. That is an ouchie. Okay, what happens next? Roy thinks dirt makes him look handsome. Roy likes to bury veins in dirt. Roy likes... Roy, he buries balls, sticks, chew toys, squeaky toys, bones, rocks, leaves, pieces of bark. Wow. And rawhide twisties? Rawhide twisties. Mm. Sometimes he buries more dirt in dirt. Roy digs dirt. Roy finds buried treasure. Buried treasure, it's exciting. Roy eats dirt, sniffs dirt, watches dirt, and listens to dirt. (laughs) Worms and bugs hide in the dirt, but not for long. Boys and Jamari. Imaginary. And Jamari. Imaginary. 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 There you go. Friend lives in the dirt, too. He plays with it and talks to it. Roy name is Imaginary Friend Roy. (laughs) Wow. The only bad thing is about dirt is ants. Roy does not dig ants. When it rains, Roy digs mud. Mud might be even better than dirt. Mud is like dirt and gravy. Wow, dirt gravy. Roy does not dig baths. Baths are the opposite of dirt. Right, he doesn't like to be clean. When there isn't any dirt, Roy digs rocks. He digs blankets when is he bent. When he's in bed. Yeah. And he digs newspapers when he's mad. Oh, wow. Roy doesn't... Roy what? ...be braining any from his dirt. So, he digs at the back door. Oh. The jungle grows out of dirt. The dirt in the backyard... The dirt in the jungle is most, it smells good too. It's moist and it smells good too. Mm-hmm. Roy likes to explore the jungle. It's a good place to hide and pounce. Pounce. What pounced? A raccoon. A raccoon or a skunk? A raccoon. Oh, okay. Read Critters. on. Critters. Critters. Go ahead. Critters come to the jungle. Mm-hmm. When it gets dark, Roy barks. Get away from my dirt! Roy digs barking at critters. Yeah. Tonight, there's a skunk in the jungle. Uh-oh. Now Roy is dirty and stinky. Oh, no. I imagine Roy hits baths. Hmm. Mm, he hates baths. At night... Roy digs in the sleep. 
Yeah. Every morning, he runs outside to see if his dirt is still there. <laughs> um, but it's the, if it's the same dirt, but it seems brand new to Roy. Yep, it's the same dirt, but it seems brand the new. The whole world is built on top of dirt. Roy digs a world. Nothing. Hey, great good. job reading. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. I got a trade. Okay. Please. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>